This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our job is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Everybody thinks that Kamala Harris and other members of the administration will get rid of Joe Biden by using the 25th Amendment. That's what everybody's expecting. That's when a president isn't able to carry out the duties of his office because of diminished physical or mental capacity. I don't think anybody believes that Joe Biden will be able to finish out his four-year term. I don't think many people thought that he'd make it through the campaign. The radical left and members of the media can't wait to see Joe Biden being taken away from the White House in a straitjacket. He served his purpose. He won the election or stole it. He doesn't need to stick around now to actually govern because he'll only screw things up, not to mention that he'll embarrass everyone with all of his gaffes. Besides, Kamala Harris was always the choice of the radical left and the media. Joe Biden can be pushed to the left, but it'd be too much work because he still has some moderate tendencies. Kamala doesn't need to be pushed. She has no moderate positions. If anything, they'll have to hold her back from pushing hard for all-out authoritarian socialism. Joe Biden still thinks that parts of America should be saved, and some of the Constitution, too. Kamala Harris wants to throw everything out and start all over from scratch. She wants a fairer system, a system that puts all the power into the hands of a few people on the enlightened left, like her. But as each day passes and we learn new things about the Biden crime family, it's just possible that they won't have to use the 25th Amendment to get rid of Joe Biden. That would be a blessing, because kicking Joe out of office could cause a lot of hard feelings. It'd be a much better situation if he just resigned. As the evidence mounts against his son and the media is forced to cover the story, Joe Biden is going to be under a lot of pressure. I doubt that Hunter Biden would turn against his father and throw him under the bus. He won't crack under pressure and say that he was only following the orders of his dad. Now, he might smoke some crack because of the pressure, but I don't see him ratting his father out. And have you noticed that lately, whenever Joe Biden is asked a question about his son, and that hardly ever happens, but when he is asked, he always gives the same answer. I'm very proud of my son. And what's not to be proud of? He's a money-making machine. He seems to have no skills, and yet he's very rich. And he loves strippers and drugs, too. What's not to love about this guy? Joe Biden will not go quietly. They're going to have to drag him out of the White House, kicking and screaming, no matter how much evidence is uncovered. All throughout the campaign, he knew the media would cover up for him, and once he got into the White House, he'd be bulletproof. I think he was totally caught off guard when he found out that the Justice Department has actually been investigating his son and his brother, too, for over a year. I really don't think he knew. It's also possible that President Obama did know that Joe Biden was hiding some things, and that might be the reason that he tried to talk him out of running for president. 
members of the media are still doing their best to cover it all up. They'll report on it, but they don't give much in the way of detail. Like, they aren't breathlessly reporting on the fact that a leaked email shows that Hunter Biden wanted a key made for his father, a key to the office they were setting up to deal with China. I wonder if they were going to give him the combination to the safe, too. And so far, they're still ignoring the one person willing to talk about everything, Tony Bobolinsky. He was Hunter Biden's old business partner, the guy they brought on board to run things for them. Tucker Carlson interviewed him, and he seemed pretty credible to me. But the mainstream media, they won't touch him. I'd be willing to bet that they're all doing background checks on him right now. They're doing everything in their power to dig up dirt on him, something that will discredit him, anything that will make him look bad. They'll go all the way back to grade school if they have to, to find things out about him. They'll talk to his classmates, anyone who might have some dirt to share. And they'll use the smallest things to attack him and his credibility. If they investigate Hunter Biden with the same zeal, there's no telling what they might uncover. The way the mainstream media covered the whole thing up during the campaign is criminal. A poll showed that if voters had known what was really going on with Joe Biden and his son, if there wasn't a massive media cover-up, 10% of the people who voted for Joe Biden would have voted for Donald Trump. That would have given the election to President Trump. This is unimaginable. The American people have no reason to ever trust the media again. And don't look for Woodward and Bernstein to write a book about this either, or to say it's worse than Watergate. But don't worry. Anyone who's honest, they know it's far worse than Watergate. Will this episode now force the media to actually do some reporting and even some investigation of Joe and Hunter Biden? Will they have no choice but to do their job? They don't want to do it, that's for sure. And they'll try very hard to avoid doing anything. They'll try to keep the cover-up alive and well, and hope that once a new attorney general is on the job, he or she will be able to drop the whole matter, just stop all the investigations. The media will be happy to push the story that there was nothing to investigate, so dropping the probe is justified. And then, nothing will ever be said about it again, except maybe on Fox News. But this doesn't mean that Joe Biden is home free by any stretch of the imagination. I can see a scenario where he's still forced to resign, and the media helps pressure him to resign. The radical left doesn't like him, and the media doesn't trust him to do the things they want, like packing the Supreme Court. So, there'll be a strong movement to get rid of him and put Kamala Harris in the Oval Office. So, it's at least slightly possible that the media, pushed by the radical left, might start some serious investigation into the Biden family. If they do start doing their job, they might find real evidence of wrongdoing. I don't think they'll start doing anything until after he's sworn in, because if he's forced to resign before taking the oath of office, anything could happen. It'll be far better to wait until after he takes the oath of office, because that will ensure that Kamala is the president. If they can't find enough hard evidence, something that will force Joe Biden to resign, then they can go back to the 25th Amendment and declare him incompetent. But it would be better, and far less messy, to get him to resign. But 
whether it's a resignation or a straitjacket, I don't think Joe Biden will be in office for very long. If he does find a way to hold on to the presidency, then I'll have to admit that he's a much stronger person than I thought. And if he holds on, maybe he isn't senile after all. Maybe he's a crafty old guy, and he'll have the last laugh on everybody. I'm not holding my breath for that to happen, though. And for those of you who thought the media blackout of the Biden crime family was bad, you haven't seen anything yet, because the upcoming media blackout of Donald Trump is going to be much worse. Much worse. I know the conventional wisdom is that the mainstream media needs Donald Trump, and they'll need him to keep their ratings up. Because of that, they'll cover his every move, and they'll interview him as much as possible. I don't buy that theory. I think they hate President Trump so much that they'll never report anything that might help him. They know he wants to run in 2024, and that's the last thing they want to have happen. So they aren't going to do anything unless they think it will hurt him. Remember in 2015, and especially in 2016, he was everywhere. The media didn't take him seriously, so they interviewed him a lot. They thought he was funny, a distraction, a sideshow. But they kept on putting him on their shows because their ratings would go up. You'd think they would have recognized something because of that, but they didn't. The print media gave him a lot of attention, but it was TV and radio that really gave him a forum. And they lived to regret it when those millions and millions of dollars in free advertising helped get him elected. Do you really think that people like Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski will ever invite him on Morning Joe again? For a while, during the 2016 campaign, you would have thought they were part of his election campaign, because he was on so much. But eventually, the relationship went south. You knew it would, and they became bitter enemies. Do you really believe that Joe and Mika will bury the hatchet now and welcome him back with open arms just to keep their ratings? Fat chance. Let the ratings be damned. They'd really have to be desperate for that to happen. Media members know that without their help, Donald Trump would never have gotten elected in 2016. And they're embarrassed. So embarrassed that they'll do anything to keep that from happening again, including committing ratings harikari, or ritual suicide. So I think their strategy will be to avoid giving him any publicity at all unless it's bad publicity. I'm pretty sure there are going to be a lot more investigations after he leaves office. President Joe Biden or President Kamala Harris, whichever one survives their steel cage match, will encourage more of them. They don't want to see him run in 2024 either. Once he leaves office, the media will report 24-7 on every investigation into President Trump. If the media have their way, that's all anyone will ever know about him, that he's being investigated by someone for something, anything. Their biggest hope right now is that the multiple New York investigations into his finances will land him in jail. They're investigating every aspect of his finances, and they're trying to find evidence of anything they can charge him with. They've been investigating him for years, and so far, they have nothing but it won't stop them from continuing. Joe Biden and his brother and his son are innocent victims of the Trump smear machine. But Donald Trump is a criminal, 
and if they have to investigate him for the next 10 years, they'll find something. They just know it. The fact that Donald Trump has been audited by the IRS for years and they've found nothing doesn't mean a thing to the radicals in New York City. If you disagree with them politically, you're the enemy and you must be stopped at any cost. Can anyone doubt that their hatred is so deep that they would falsify charges and evidence to convict him of some imaginary crime just to get rid of him? This is who they are. This is about crushing anyone who gets in their way. And no one has done more to hurt the radical left than President Trump. The mainstream media have definitely learned their lesson. They feel a terrible sense of guilt for giving him so much free publicity in the lead-up to the 2016 election. And they'll make sure that that doesn't happen again. This is going to be a total media eclipse of anything that might help him. And anything that may hurt him will be magnified by the power of infinity. Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. is leading the investigation. He's hoping that a conviction will get him elected to the governor's office in New York and maybe even get him into the White House. He has plenty of time on his hands because in New York City, real criminals get away with anything. Vance's office hates to prosecute people who actually do commit crimes like murder and robbery. He'd much rather try to convict someone of falsifying a loan application. And the loans he's investigating were all paid back by Donald Trump. He's trying to put Trump in prison for falsifying loan applications that were paid back in full. Meanwhile, if you try to burn down New York City, or if you kill someone, or actually do rob a bank with a mask and gun, he doesn't want to do anything. Is this crazy or what? I've been saying this for a long time. The Republican Party wants to protect your freedom. The Democrats want to take away your freedom. And this is a perfect example of what they'll do to get control of everything. They'll investigate and try to punish anyone who disagrees with them, even if they have to invent a crime. This is blatant intimidation, and they don't care who knows it. In fact, it suits their purpose if everyone does know about it. Meanwhile, whenever a Democrat is accused of a crime, the left and the media will do anything to cover it up. Just ask Joe and Hunter Biden. For the next four years, the media will ignore any news about Donald Trump and his family unless it's negative news. They'll not interview him unless it's to ask about his crimes. They'll ask no questions that will make him look good. Their hope is that by the time the 2024 election is held, all anyone will know about Donald Trump will be negative. They'll also hope that no one will be watching Fox News, where he might get a little fair coverage. I also predict that the media will pump up people like Mitt Romney and John Kasich, and they'll try to make them the face of the Republican Party. They'd love to see a Romney-Kasich ticket running in 2024 instead of a Trump-Pence team. I encourage you to try not to laugh every time you see them push that pathetic story. The only people dumb enough to believe that Republicans will ever nominate Romney and Kasich are, of course, Romney and Kasich. And maybe Chuck Todd and that little mop-headed political assassin, George Stephanopoulos. But that's about it. So we'll have four years of the fake news media trying to manipulate us. 
trying to make us forget about the great accomplishments of the Trump administrations. Four years of trying to make us believe the lie that President Biden or President Harris are doing a great job. This is how they'll spend the next four years, because they still think that we believe anything they tell us. And in four years, they'll be shocked once again and surprised and completely wrong about everything, as usual. They'll just never learn, will they?